Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Personae Extraordinaire. Through this interview series, I'm attempting to profile people who've made an extraordinary impact in their respective fields to engage and uplift others and help them be the best versions of themselves. I'm humbled and honored today to introduce to you Ms. Mandeep Charge, an incredible individual who is doing some truly remarkable work in creating a whole new generation of change makers from from amongst Gen Z and millennials. Mandeep founded Tribe for Good, which is also known as TFG, in 2018. It is a new age social impact platform that helps Gen Z and millennials discover learn and contribute to social and environmental issues. Over the past five years, Mandeep has been able to expand TFG to seven countries and built a sustainable business model. TFG has activated more than 1,750 changemakers. Mandeep has been a part of IIM, Bangalore's women's startup program and rebalance incubator. Mandeep has a master's degree in business management from Symbiosis International University, also known as SIIB, and a bachelor's degree in in electronics and communication. Welcome, Mandeep, ma'am. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Zahin. I'm uh, really thrilled by your initiative, and I am very happy to be here. So to start off this interview, I'd like to ask you a fun fact about yourself. This can be your favorite animal, food, hobby, or anything else. Okay. All right. So um, I really like to go to the gym. And these days, uh, I have been basically, I'm basically training for a marathon. For me, when I look at fitness, I don't really think of my goal as losing a weight, losing weight or having a specific weight I wanted something which is a better goal for myself so now I want to run for a marathon I want to start with half marathon now the problem over here is that I hate waking up in the morning and most marathons start at 5 a.m 5 30 a.m 6 a.m so people have been asking me this that okay you're training for a marathon so when are you running it and I'm like oh I haven't really thought about it yet so that's something like I find it very funny because I tell everyone that I am training for a marathon. So being a non-morning person myself, myself, I hear you very loud and clear. But I do wish you all the very best for your upcoming half marathon. Thank you so much. I'll let you know when I when I decide whether it's going to be Jan or Feb. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. So it's really rare that career paths follow a straight line from where they started to where they are today. Would you care to share a little bit about who or what was your inspiration and some interesting experiences along the way that shaped you as a person? Okay, Uh, I am with you totally on this when you think about whether, you know, your career follows a straight line. I have never really followed that path. So to give you a background, I started my studies with engineering. Uh, Then I followed that with business administration. I did my MBA. However, I was really interested in starting my own business. And now I run Tribes for Good, which is a social enterprise focused on helping Gen Z, right? Even though I was studying engineering and master's in business administration, there is no link to social work. I didn't really go to TIS. 
I didn't go for any any masters in social work, but however, now I'm in this domain. So what I feel that stands out for anyone is one is it's really important for us to know ourselves. I think somewhere, uh, you know, everyone or let's say parents try to encourage their kids to follow a specific path because it's a safer path. It's something which which makes it easy for them to reach their goal. And you will see most people following that. However, it's really important for us to understand what is my inner calling? Why, what is that I want to do? Why am I here? And for me, one of the biggest things was that I wanted to really start my own business, right? And to start your own business, you need an idea, an idea that people want to buy those products and services. The second thing is you need funding. And the third thing, most important is that you need to have discipline. When you're starting something out, you need to have the discipline to show up day in, day out, working, ideating, failing, but moving forward. And uh, this is where I have been, I am very blessed. I have a very strong support of uh, individuals in my life. Uh, one is my elder sister who has always been there. She's, she's always encouraged me to do whatever I feel is right for me. And apart from that, I have my partner, I have my few friends who have been my constant support system. Thank you so much, Manip, ma'am. You make a very strong case for listening to one's heart and following one's heart. And um, as always, hearing of other successes and how destiny plays a part in them makes one very hopeful and positive. Yeah, like even for you, uh, sorry to interrupt, sorry, even for you, Zen, when I look at you, I find you extremely inspirational, right? I met you early this year uh, and I am really inspired by so many of your young students who come for our programs and the way you're able to express yourself, the, the way you're able to stand up for the cause that you believe in, right? And you don't even shy, up, uh, shy away from even uh, pointing it out to uh, us adults saying that, okay, you know, you're wrong. And I am really inspired by your generation and specifically you. Thank you so much. I I do believe in using my voice to speak up for the things I stand in. So before I start my next question, I'd like you I'd like to thank you for having gone through my audiobook, like Extraordinaire, and I do hope you enjoyed it. In my eponymous poem, Like Extraordinaire, and several others, I have dwelt on how empathy and kindness are the superpowers the world needs most today. What do you feel about these virtues, empathy and kindness? I think kindness uh, in today's world is so, so crucial, right? And uh, kindness is not really always towards someone else. Sometimes it has to be even towards yourself. Because uh, I can tell you personally, I'm very hard on myself. Even when I do something, I'm always critical. I'm like, okay, you know, you could have done this better, or et cetera, you know? So there are, there, are not, there, are not time, there are not enough times when I'm like very kind to myself and say, okay, you know, it's okay, you're human, you can, uh, you can uh, make a mistake. It's completely okay. So I feel uh, the first and the most important thing that we need to remember is, and specifically young students, who are listening to your channel is that firstly we need to be kind to ourselves and in situations wherever possible we need to be kind to the other person and that's where empathy plays plays a really important part because we need to understand uh, 
what you are feeling when you let's say you are sharing your experience wherein i understand the emotion that you know zehen is angry so i need to go back to a time when i felt that emotion when i was angry so that i am able to understand your situation better right so it's really important for this world the current world that we are living in empathy and kindness and empathy is your superpower so if you are an empathetic person i think you have it so i completely agree with you there mandeep ma'am and i believe you really nailed it and i personally very strongly believe that if we start educating children on the twin virtues of kindness and empathy starting young uh, it will come to them naturally they won't have to learn it and the most effective way to demonstrate these virtues is in action to children so that they can breathe them in and act them out as a matter of habit in a way the work you do at tries for good deeply embodies both of these aspects you demonstrate kindness and support for the communities you work with uh, to and through youngsters and through your programs everyone involved learns through the collectively lived experiences and i just like to salute you for all the work you've done i feel it's really inspirational Oh thank you so much you're very kind Zain um and we can even look at the work that you and your group did right so uh, when you're talking about cyber bullying firstly we need to understand why are we even talking about this right so uh, so i feel when we talk specifically about the topic of cyber bullying we are also not looking at the person and it can be you it can be me you know maybe we are the bullies you know there can be situations right so it becomes really important through our work that we show these uh, bring out these conversation with the participants right so uh, i think this this there's a lot a uh, lot more conversation that have to be done to bring out empathy and kindness yeah I personally think that ableism and social and structural issues like lack of accessibility continue to present barriers for people with disabilities across the world. Do you agree with this statement and what in your opinion are the best ways to tackle them and can you give some examples of the best practices that you've come across either personally or even professionally in your career? so zehen i can tell you from my own personal experience when i was growing up we were never taught how to deal with people who were different right so when you talk about ableism and the social and the structural issues these are huge issues that are out there you know we my generation would talk about women empowerment you know so you would never really we were never taught how to include people you know the concept of diversity inclusion has become a big thing now earlier uh, during the time i was growing up nobody would talk about it so i can give you an example of uh, when you look at the cause of women empowerment because i really believe in that cause because that's my own story right because as a female i feel that uh, females are not given the same opportunity as men there are so many issues uh, in india so but when you look at the cause of women empowerment and you are looking at talking to women but till the time you don't involve the other genders in this conversation 
how will you make it an inclusive society how will you make them empathetic towards my cause right so i feel similarly in this case it is really important to talk to the stakeholders you know your stakeholders can be your schools it can be your teachers it can be able individuals to understand the issue at hand right we need to ask them that they need to see this this world through the eyes of the person who doesn't have the same access right if you look at design thinking design thinking the most important component that has been added over there is empathy that you need to understand what the user is looking for right and i really believe when we're talking about diversity and inclusion we need to bring in all the stakeholders to this conversation till the time we don't bring other stakeholders to this conversation it's always going to be one sided discussion right and in in india um uh, i haven't really seen much work happening over here right uh, so i feel that we need to bring in changes at the policy level you know we there is so much that you can do at an individual level at a community level but till the time policies don't change i am not really sure how are we going to overcome these barriers that are already there yeah that is uh, so very well articulated mandeep ma'am and there are basically three things that come to my mind firstly acknowledgement is actually the very first step in finding viable solutions secondly you know the slogan of disability activism of the 1990s nothing about us without us it is so true today especially when diversity equity and even inclusion is moving so much beyond just being a catchphrase and thirdly including children young will ensure that our collectively lived experiences will will re- result in solutions to social and structural issues that exist today fall in place organically my final question for the day is um to ask you if you could just share some parting pearls of wisdom with our listeners on how we can make this world a kinder and more inclusive place to live in okay i feel uh, one thing that we need to do is we need to be more open minded right because we are not really accepting what's happening out there we are not really accepting other viewpoints we are following things that are being told to us so i feel it's really important for us to ask and specifically for young kids you know i'm talking to your generation i want you to ask us all adults why whenever they make a you know blanket statement they say okay this is how things happen this is how my generation does it or this is how things are or this is what you need to follow right so you need to always ask yourself is it actually true or you want to do it because you know everyone is doing it so should i follow everyone and do it right so it's really important for your generation to understand what is being told to you and also use your brain use your mind and ask okay is it true or is it because everyone is doing it and nobody has really questioned it right one is that one is the thoughts your beliefs your viewpoints about societal issues that's what you need to question when we talk about casteism when we talk about racism why why are we like that why are we doing it why are we still fascinated by uh, color right and the second thing is 
to be kinder and specifically for all you young people something as simple as smiling just smile smile at your school help smile at someone who is not from your socio economic strata just smile at the uber guy you know your driver say hello acknowledge them look at look at them in their eye right don't don't ignore people and also i feel thank you is so important being grateful uh, showing your gratitude when you have your clean classrooms your washrooms your food everything that you're getting in school right and because when you look at all these societal issues we sometimes forget that the other person is human they want the same love as we do right so if we can just be we can just start seeing the other person as human and smile and just thank them the world can become kinder so that's my suggestion to all of zehn's listeners so be kind smile and say thank you thank you so so much mandeep ma'am this conversation has been so so enlightening and uplifting in equal measures and i definitely look forward to partnering with you and try so good to do my part in spreading the sunshine on such an important topic thank you once again thank you zain and uh, congratulations and i wish you all the best for the amazing work that you are doing you are an inspiration to so many students out there thank you